In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Leiter. It's always game day in Cleveland. Training camp is here. We're ready to roll. The Browns are going to be out on the field. Preseason football before you know it. Yeah, you're going to be all hyped, and then you're going to go, ah, preseason football, I forgot. This is not regular season football, but that's all right because regular season football just about a month away. My name is Andy Baskin. His name is Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland. If you want to be a part of the show, all you need to do is hit us up on Twitter or on Instagram at game day CLE. Daryl, we're here. We're here. Are you ready? I like, I feel your excitement. I can, I, I can feel the reverberation coming through the microphone right now. Are you ready? I've already started to drink heavily. The season is here. <laughs> that makes you a true I'm Browns kidding. fan. I'm kidding. Lighten up, Francis. Just a joke. No, we're. I'm. Mean, yeah, camp is camp is open. We're ready to roll, and uh, the Browns got a lot of work ahead of them over the next what six, seven, eight weeks. Like training camp feels like it's two months now. Starts at the entirely too soon, and takes entirely too long. Because it goes from now all the way up into the second week of September. Like, it's ridiculously, unnecessarily, stupidiculously long. Like, last year was painful. I'm not going to lie. That was just absolutely painful how long training camp was. They need to shorten it. I'm old school. I'm old-fashioned. These guys are in top peak athletic shape. They don't need 20 weeks to whip their fat ass into shape like they did in the 40s and 50s and 60s and 70s. They ain't bagging groceries at the hardware store in the offseason to make ends meet. These guys basically live in the gym. They don't need seven, eight weeks of training camp to get them ready for a regular season. That's one thing I wish the NFL would change. Training camp now entirely too long and unnecessary it really really is they don't play a football game until september 11th let me rephrase they don't play a football game that matters until september 11th everything else is just basically uh you know prep and performance and and all that kind of stuff uh but yeah camp is just way 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 too long in my view. But Daryl, is that a sign of a roster that's pretty much set? Like I can remember times when we didn't know what was going on. And it was also the days of four preseason games and they couldn't get here. Fa- I couldn't get through those games fast enough. And <laughs> obviously the fourth game was always just a complete waste of time. But you know, when you, when you look at some of the things you're saying right now, like it's too long, it's too this to me, that's actually, I think a good sign because it's saying, Hey, I'm looking at this team and I think that they have, not a lot of spots to fill and, and trying to figure out what the what the camp questions are, which is what we're going to do today. So maybe it's a good sign. Yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, glass half full. There there are not a lot of jobs that are up for grabs, right? Right. Um, the starting lineups on both sides of the football are mostly spoken for. Uh, one of the questions that they have is completely really out of their control. And, and obviously I'm referencing quarterback and, and Deshaun Watson, but that's not really a big deal because as we chronicled in our previous podcast, uh, pretty much every year, pre Baker Mayfield, we didn't know who the hell was starting week one anyway. So what's right. the big deal this year? So, uh, you know, defensively, obviously I think there are more questions there 
than maybe on the uh, offensive side of the ball when you, uh, you know, maybe uh, talk about some of the depth and, and rotations that Joe Woods might incorporate. But yeah, I mean, this is, this is a team that is built to win today. Okay, and and I think that that's why there's so much angst over Deshaun Watson. It's because, well, I mean, they need him to live up to their expectations and to do what they believe they're capable of doing. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's I think that you're right. I think that's what kind of really makes camp monotonous when there there's not a lot of sizzle to this thing. Right. Right. Um, There's not. we know if he's allowed Deshaun Watson is the franchise quarterback. Um, there's some minor things to, to look at, but the look starting five on the offensive line is set, you know, Nick Harris, uh, Nick Harris, uh, Ethan Posick and, uh, um, uh, Hoffman, you know, maybe they Rock have, a, yeah, you know, maybe they have a pseudo competition for center, but yeah, they're, they're pretty much set uh, on the offensive line. We know who the primary receivers are going to be. The running backs, they're overflowing with bodies there. The only question is who who makes the final cut and how many. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it is a, uh, a rather set roster going into this camp. There's no, There are not tremendous questions that need to be answered. All right, so let, let me throw some questions at you about the offense. First of all, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Dearness Johnson, Jerome Ford, Demetric Felton, John Kelly Jr., how many running backs can they keep? And hey, I, I, let's start there. How many running backs can they keep? Would you be willing to trade one of these guys? I think it depends, and I'm not copping out of the question. I think it depends how camp goes. How healthy are they coming out of training camp? If they're 100% healthy at the position coming out of training camp, I could see them trading one of the running backs, either for a uh, future asset or to fill a hole on the team that they need, you know, fill a spot that they need. Um, Nick Chubb, as we know, he's hundred percent solid. Kareem Hunt wants a contract extension. Uh, I don't think that that's going to happen. Um, but he's a, you know, a viable starting caliber uh, running back to Ernest Johnson came back this year, restrictor free agent. Uh, averages over five yards a carry. We saw what he did last year when both Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt were unavailable, and that certainly was an eye-opener. I think that's a big reason they brought him back. I, I, I'll i be honest with you, Andy. I don't know what the hell they're doing drafting Jerome Ford in the fifth round. Like, I I, I don't know. Like, I don't get it. Um, You've got Demetric Felton, who you drafted in the sixth round last year, and we don't know if he's a running back or a receiver. Right. Yeah, so... <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, it, it's nice. It's nice to have these type of options. And as they say, these things take care of themselves. Remember last year going into camp, all we yep. talked about was the depth and abundance of riches they had at wide receiver. And then what happened by the end of the season, we're like, holy crap, they don't have any receivers outside of Jarvis Landry. Who's banged up. Right. Right. So I'm not saying I'm not trying to forecast that's what's ultimately going to happen with the running back spot, but yeah, I mean it's just it's it's unpredictable. On paper, they have a tremendous amount of depth, but these things always tend to work themselves out, whether it's through injury or a trade or whatever. Like it just they tend to work out. So it's going to be fascinating to watch how that running back room comes. Daryl, Daryl, when it comes to wide receiver with David Bell on the on the 
pup list, what wide receiver are we not talking about that might get some play? So, I mean, look, you already know that Amari Cooper is the, the number one guy. Donovan Peoples-Jones, um, you know, is in the same very, very good spot. Anthony Schwartz is a the guy they want to see, right? I want to see yep. him. They, they, This guy's a burner. But when you talk about there's a lot of new names in there, is and you know, I've sat here and we've talked about, hey, don't bring in bring in another wide receiver. Don't bring in another wide receiver. Why would you do that? Why wouldn't you? Because you want to see some of the young guys you have. Give me one guy out of that group of wide receivers that we should have our eye on during camp because they're going to have an opportunity to to do some things they weren't going to be able to do because David Bell's on the PUP. Their new Pro Bowl returner, Jakeem Grant. I think he's going to get an opportunity to to contribute, even with David Bell on PUP. Regardless, regardless of David Bell, I think that Jakeem Grant is going to get an opportunity to contribute. Um, right now, uh, I'm going to go off of that David Bell's going to be healthy in time for the uh, the initial the the final this cut to, to the initial 53 man roster. So your receivers on this team are Amari Cooper, Donovan Peoples Jones. Anthony Schwartz, that's three. David Bell is four. Jakeem Grant is five. That leaves one spot left. Is it Javon Wims? Is it Jamarcus Bradley? Is it Michael Woods, who they just drafted this year in round six? Is it uh, 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 Mike Harley Jr.? Um, is it one of the other undrafted rookie free agents, right? So basically, right. have one wide receiver job legitimately up for grabs in training camp. Okay. So that's kind of how I look at that position group. But yeah, I would say Jakeem Grant because we're, we've talked a lot about what he's going to do for the special teams unit and what he can do. And quite frankly, he's not gotten a lot of opportunities early in his career to do a whole lot. Um, so I think there's an opportunity as a slot receiver for him potentially to have a, a, a pretty decent role in this offense. All right, we've kind of gone through the offense. I'm not going to get into the offensive line questions. I mean, it, it's pretty obvious what you saw, and you talked about it. The center position is the one that might be a little bit. Eh, let's see what happens, especially with J.C. Treader, you know, out and about, not for the Browns anymore. When we come back, let's talk about the defense. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. It's always game day in Cleveland. If you want to be a part of the show, hit us up on Twitter or Instagram at Game Day C L E.